everybody, and welcome to the second part of the Game of the Year episode. And this time we'll be getting into weird esoteric questions, not in like a Lovecraft way, but in like a these don't fit a certain category way. So uh, please enjoy, and at the end we will of course be stating what our favorite games for each system were. Coming back for their reunion tour are my good friends Craig. My name is Craig. And the man who invented the East Indian Trading Company, Mike. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Have some tea. <laughs> All right, we're going to crack right into this. And our first question is the proudest platinum or trophy that you got in 2022? Demon Souls. You got a plan? Yeah, yeah. Hey, finally, finally. This this was a, a long running thing. I, I wanted this on PS3. I had no idea about that world tendency stuff, but it works out on the PS5 and it's one of those horrible things like with every From Software game, why is it when you get a platinum, you just reach that point where you're like thinking, I could probably do another run now. I've I've got so used to the game, I could keep going let's do let's make it five loops, six loops. And it's sort of yeah. like, it's, it's really weird because the platinum always marks that point where you just about crossed, you know, the crossed the threshold of, I might keep playing this. And of course you don't. You're happy with your platinum, well, for me, but I, I always feel like I leave the game then a bit prematurely, even though I've sort of done it, you know. Yeah, it, it's like you've finally come to a really good grip with the game and then you have mm. your platinum and you're like, well, I guess I'm done. Yeah. But yeah, I totally, I totally get that. My like my counter to that, and it's only one, is the Bloodborne one because it's got that really good, you know, like jumping into other people's world. So I platinum Bloodborne, and then kept on playing it for another fifty hours, just fighting bosses with other people, and that's the only one I've done it. Like like it wasn't the same with the unnamed game, or it wasn't the same with anything else. It's just that one uh, and Demon Souls. I couldn't platinum because of world tendency and all this kind of nonsense that I didn't understand. <laughs> Don't, don't worry, well. we've had like 20 years to understand it, and we still really don't. <laughs> Fair enough. I remember when I when I did the uh, PS3 Platinum, I had to follow almost like a step-by-step guide of like, okay, here's how you fuddle with the tendencies. Wow. And I still don't have a great grip on it, but I'm yeah. curious to see if anything in the PS5 has actually changed in that regard. Mm. Just just as an aside then, like the Demon Souls PS5 release is phenomenal. Uh, is beautiful. It plays really. It's just, it's an excellent, 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 excellent game. So I haven't I just, played it I just yet. Thought, <laughs> I thought I'd put that out there. But I did notice when you go through this tutorial, the uh, Vanguard demon that you stab at the end has a jiggly butt, and I am oh, a huge very, fan of that jiggly butt. So I am looking very forward to it. Butt. This is that is yeah. my break glass in case of emergency, just because you know I've played Demon Souls so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig, what is your proudest platinum or trophy? Um, mine is probably like I think it's the Persona Five Royal Platinum because that took a tremendous amount of effort and jiggling. Uh, I could never get it on PS4, but in the Royal Edition they added extra time as basically like a clear up month of g- trying to figure out your your what trophies you need and who you need to talk to and all this kind of stuff. 
and it worked really well. Still difficult to get to make sure you're in the right, you know, you've got the right relationships with the right people, but it's amazing. And I'll talk more about that in our Persona 5 Dragon Quest episode. <laughs> uh, myself, it is the Platinum Trophy for Spell Force 3, because that has a 0.1% of players earned. And I worked for it, and it was a blast to get. And I'm proud of it, because I'm a petty man. 0.1% of... 35 people's quite good. Well done. I know, right? It's almost like one person. <laughs> uh, all right. So the surprise hit of the year. Uh, for me, that was Cult of the Lamb. I saw the trailer and went, oh, that's adorable. And I expected it to have a fun concept, but not a fun gameplay loop. But it turns out uh, stopping your little villagers from eating their own poop is kind of fun. And then, you know, you sacrifice the old ones to the old tentacle god to get buffs and stuff. Like, it is a very cool management kind of roguelike. I I love everything about that game, apart from the gameplay and roguelikiness of it. Like, lo- watching the trailer, it looks great. Watching someone play it, it looks great. And then you get into, like, resource management and you're managing people's moods and souls and poo and stuff. And I'm like, oh, nah. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How mm-hmm. is that different? And this isn't a gotcha, but like, how is that different for you than managing a space station? Because managing a space station is fucking cool. How could, like, I don't even know how that's a question. Do you want to manage a space station or do you want to make sure people don't poo themselves? Do you want to manage like, a space station or do you want to serve a tentacle god and have followers? I don't know, Craig. I, I have the Lego model of the International Space Station, the big one. I do not have a Lego model of a sheep worshipping a tentacle. Well, there's your problem. Mike, Hmm. what about you? (laughs) Yeah, What is your surprise? I was going to say that I didn't have a single one this year, but looking on it, you know, when when I finally got um, Tony Hawk's on PS Plus, I was sort of like, it's, it's the game that I didn't think it'd live up to it over time but it, it, it sort of it struggles but I think it's yeah I think it's a beautiful looking game um, and it's been lovely popping back to it but I just don't have the same love I used to have for it I don't think so um, yeah it was it was a surprise that it was better than I expected I, you know uh, I picked it up too and um, it, uh, there's one thing I'm thankful for it's the fact that in my brain I used to think I was pretty good at Tony Hawk Turns out that was just me remembering things that never happened because I'm awful <laughs> at Tony Hawk. Oh, me too. Uh, I'm, I'm actually I'm reasonably good at it, but I did the same as you. Probably, Mike, I picked it up. I actually bought it on release, I think. I picked it up, thought I'm going to bust into it, got into the groove again, played through it, and then it was over in days. I think it was days that I played it, and then I was just like, eh, that's it done then i don't know it doesn't have its replayability that it used to it didn't feel it didn't feel like it was calling me back to replay any one particular stage or to do anything new with it so it kind of lost its allure but it's it's well done i wonder if some of its allure is dampened due to the fact that we have infinite more options now Like, I don't know about you guys, but when I got the first and second Tony Hawk, that was, like, the new game I had for maybe three or okay. four months. 
Well, I, I, you, I'm the right person to ask on this because look at me, I, I pick up a game and then I just see something two weeks later and I'm like, jump on that. And I, I don't spend, I don't sit with games and I need to, but I know more stuff's going to come out in the meantime if I do that. So I'm going to start clockwork oranging you with games. I'm like, uh. no, you're going to finish it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I'd love to play Spellforce free, but. The fact is, the reality is, I will never even see an image of that game. Never mind play it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Craig, yes. what surprise hit did you have? Okay, right. I had a surprise hit for a reason. I, uh, Dave, you know the kind of games I like. I like my Focus Home Interactive genre, if we can just <laughs> yes, call it a genre. <laughs> um, one of those games was The Sinking City, and you recommended it many Many times. He actually bought me it one year for Christmas. A while ago, a long time ago, yeah. And I didn't play it, and I accidentally traded it in. And then I had to rebuy it because I had to rebuy it because I felt guilty. And I started it like four or five times, and it just never hit. And then one rainy day at home, I thought, Do you know what? I'll, I'll go for the Sinking City again. And my God, it's a fantastic game it's really really good and all the while i'm playing it i'm like how have i managed to start this 10 times and not get anywhere with it um you're in a a sunk literal sunken city you're exploring things everything you have to do as a detective you have to figure out if you want to go to an address you have to go and look at a phone book to figure out where someone lives to then follow street signs to then do it's it's just it's a brilliant game uh really Sad I didn't pick it up before, but it, it was it was really good to do. And it's got a PS5 release, which I now have a replayability to it as well. I can go and do that. Yeah, I'd be curious so, yeah. to see what they update for uh, Sinking City. Yeah. I mean, it, it does look a wee bit Focus Homey interactive, and it crashed a few times. Um, and I got stuck in a few elements of the world and th- like wee things. But, I mean, nothing that you don't expect from a B-tier game anyway. Yeah. It's just, it, it was just... Oh, super surprise. I'm glad you, so, you finally enjoyed it, man. I, yeah. I I would like to point out, nary a space station to be found, however tentacles. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. Also, what was the first person um, game I played shortly before? Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. Again. I mean, I did not know I liked tentacles as much. <laughs> uh, all right. So next up, we have the game you want a sequel of right now. Hmm. Craig, I, um, I've never heard of this game before. So Ron Gilbert has already said that Return to Monkey Island isn't the only game they're going to be working on for Monkey Island. So I, I, I'm I, like, Ron, come on, just release it already. I have faith that whatever they release will be amazing, so I, I just can't wait. I, ca- I can't wait to see what they come out with. Uh, that's that's as simple as it is. You, like, I love Monkey Island, and I can't wait for a sequel. Fair enough, Mike. Oh gosh, gosh, this is like this is the dream question, isn't it? And, <laughs> my answer's changed between Half Life to Sega Rally to everything. <laughs> Just but, say Bloodborne. Just um, say Bloodborne and be done with it. Valkyria Chronicles Five. Oh, it needs to go. I'm ready. I, I'd agree with I'm that. I, I would look forward to playing another Valkyria game. Mm. Just perfect, isn't it? It's pretty good. Uh, on the same lines is mine. I played Dealfield Chronicles recently, and you may be thinking, but Dave, it looks like <laughs> it's a strategy game, whatever. And I would say, nay, nay, my friends. 
uh, it is the first game in a very long time that echoes the battle system that was in Growlands or Generations. And more RPGs need to take that battle system because it is so much fun. This weird mix between your movement is real time, but you can stop at any moment and do a skill. I, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, Deal Field as a game was a bit of a disappointment. It was, yeah. uh, I believe the phrase is piss easy. Did you finish it already? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I, I platinumed it. Oh, wow. And, okay. um, it's it's a really easy game that doesn't necessarily flex any strategy muscles, but just being in the battle system is fun. So you don't mind. So I'd like to see them put more teeth into the next sequel, which I hope continues on. See the thing that you said there. Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but the whole RPG live action live action combat, fucking real time combat, but you press a button and it turns into like paused. Yeah, is the, are you talking about the same kind of thing that was in Dragon Age Inquisition? Like sort that? of, except so, except okay. you're not directly controlling anybody. You're you're like ogre battling. Okay, you go over oh, here. Okay, right. Okay, I'm um, I'm with you now. Sorry, that's my brain just had to try and figure out what. You but were yeah, you're, you're right. There is that kind of. But Dragon Age didn't really futz with travel time of like okay, it's going to take about three seconds for my horse yeah, to get up. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, gentlemen, best soundtrack. I'll go first this time because Shattered Remastered has one of the most banging soundtracks since, ooh, um, Super Stardust HD. Um, I knew about the soundtrack to Shattered before I even played the game, and now it just got a remaster, and I tell you what, the soundtrack is still amazing. A Shattered FPS3 game? Yeah. Okay. Jeez, I, I, I can't even remember it, to be honest. Was it like it's a kind of a block-breaking gleam? Yeah, 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 where, where you can control gravity. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, no. Oh, it's coming back to me a bit now. Yeah. So what's the, what is the music? What what do you get? Uh, it, 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 it's it's techno, but it's really good techno. It, it is, they put on a pair of headphones and you can just vibe to it. It's really good. Oh, I was gonna say for a second when, when I was imagining. Then um, I played I played Gran Turismo Seven earlier in the year, and they actually have a music drive option, which features a um, like eighties uh, classic music turned slightly rocky. <laughs> it sounds as dated oh, as it cool. sounds. Oh, but it's it's really it's really bad. Um, so I'm glad it, it's not that. I went with Tactics Ogre Reborn, which obviously has, has fantastic music because if you played Radiant Silvergun, if you've ever played any Vanillaware game, you know what sort of music you get in, and you're um, yeah, solid, solid. But you know, it's to be expected, isn't it? Yeah, very Final Fantasy Tactics style, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that's you know, it's I'd, I'd say it's pretty much on par, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Craig, Craig, spare me yes. my boringness. Oh dear. Um, I've got Deliver Us the Moon, uh, a game I played recently. I, I I don't know if you sense a kind of space theme with where my heart lies, but Deliver Us the Moon is a indie, adventure semi-horror, stressful game where you've basically got to save the planet Earth. And the game is fantastic. It, it looks amazing. It's set on the moon. <laughs> 
Really? Of, of, yeah. Uh, and you've got to basically run about a space station with outside portions where you're in a wee space buggy. Uh, thematically, looks great. You look up at the sky and it looks fantastic, but the music f- hits hard. Not in a in a weird way, but just in a... I don't know if you've seen Interstellar, but it's got Interstellar-level soundtrack to it and the way that it just plucks the right strings at the right time and there's this waving soundtrack. So the first time you end up out in the open environment, you get, like, I literal right now, goosebumpy vibes from the sound and it's not like there's one banging tune. It's the sound across the whole game that just... It's 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 perfect. It's amazing. Is it like perfect Christopher Nolan thing? Yeah, Christopher Nolan is Interstellar. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it because mm. it's fantastic as well. Matthew McConaughey um, is it? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is a farmer stroke astronaut. I always get mixed up with like traveler. The Martian as well. I don't know if it's oh The Martian's good. The Martian's good yeah, The Martian well, was good. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. All right, next up we have the best game world you've experienced this year. Uh, myself, it's a game we already talked about, and that's Journey to the Savage Planet. I just really enjoy the hyper-capitalism parody, and it's it's a lot of fun and goofiness. And you get to punch birds. Hmm. Poor pods. Uh, I've got, like, game world. Let's just go with it. This year I have played Demon Souls, All Dark Souls, everything. And that general all-encompassing world of Dark Souls is just amazing. You know so little about what is going on at points and you're having to piece things together yourself with all the reading and lore and everything that's there. And me asking Dave every couple of days, Dave, what does this mean? Why is this person here? Who's that person? Um, it leads to like a really, really good, robust world. It feels more real than other worlds where it just tells you the story of the world through your actions and the game you're playing. You have to actually dig deep to figure it all out, and it's it's just really cool. And it's it, it's it's on it's it's doom and gloom and on point and everything. It's just I love it as a thing. All right, Craig. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shoot you the names of the worlds. Can you match them to the games? No. <laughs> oh, and all okay. Uh, Boletaria. Tra- uh, Boletaria, Boletaria, Boletaria is the last one I played because I remember that. That's Demon Souls. All right. Drang Lake. Drang Lake is Dark Souls 2? All right. You're two for two. Uh, Lordran. Oh, wow. That's Dark Souls 1? Uh, oh, <laughs> well, then uh, Lothric would be easy because... Yeah, it's Dark Souls 3. Wow. Wow. Mm. Good job. I, 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 something oh, sunk in my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Mike, I've, I've literally, I went from, it's answered in a few questions, but I went from not be, having played any FromSoft games or anything to playing everything this year. Oh, Sekiro? Uh, that's, that's last on the list. I've just had that delivered. It's what, and, Christmas break, right? Yeah, my, my Christmas game is Sekiro to just finish it off. Stuff. Nothing like, you know, snapping some teeth from gritting them to uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. bring in the holiday spirit. Anyway. Mike, what do you got, buddy? Mm. Uh, I don't know if I should cancel out of this. I really don't know what my best game world was. Uh, I'm going to stick with what I wrote, which is Deathloop. 
Uh, that... No, you wrote Horizon. <laughs> I think you wrote Spellforce. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it's it's nice, memorable. Obviously, with the Groundhog Day element, you you will get very familiar with these levels. And uh, yeah, I think there is a nice place to be in. Um, there's enough going on. Uh, more entertaining than Dishonored, I'd imagine. Uh, maybe not as cool as Prey, like most things. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. But yeah, I like I like the mod sixties look. That is pretty cool. Mm. Do you know what's really like? I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm maybe wrong in this kind of thought, but we've got Journey to Savage Planet, which we already acknowledged as a kind of small, compact world of greatness. We've got Death Loop and Best Game World, when Death Loop is literally just an island, and we've got Dark Souls, which is thematically big, but it's actually probably small and all kind of contained. There's no like. God of War worlds or Horizon, we've not got big open sprawling worlds. Our best game worlds are smaller, more focused things. I think that it's because there's no downtime. You're always either learning something yeah. or experiencing something. There's no like Horizon where ah, I guess I'll go out and go farm some, you know, components. It could yeah, be yeah. it could also be argued that if I whisper very lowly, there is a game which is not being mentioned. <laughs> Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> he yes, should yes. not be named. <laughs> that which would monopolize the entire show. <laughs> um, all right, moving on uh, to favorite art style. Uh, myself, it's the medium. I love the artwork of Biskinski, and and that that was phenomenal. Um, I'll just roll on. I've got uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, just looks great. Very Japanese. Very like. Favourite art style, it, the, the world looks great as well. Everything clicks together. You've got this kind of amazing neon Tokyo mixed with um, bizarre scenes where things turn upside down and everything lights up in a specific way. The enemies look great. All the yokai look great. The main boss with his creepy, smiley, bloody face. Everything about that game from start to finish thematically visually as it just it clicks and it hits all the right points i will kind of yeah it should have been called neon tokyo <laughs> it's great it, it reminds me of the brightest parts of yakuza when you when you're run, roaming about the town and you know oh, like yeah. the rain is glossing off it, everything it's it's just it's gorgeous it's gorgeous yeah, it's, it's sure. lovely looking. It's very lovely looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my choices. There's games like Chrono Cross. There's games like um, all the Tales series, basically. If you if you merge all that stuff together, wrap it up, make it a little bit prettier, and that's your Blade 3. And it's, you know, it's, it's just... It looks perfect. It always looks perfect. It might not be the most powerful system on the planet the switch but it manages to get some beautiful visuals if you're looking in the right places like my I'm, I'm sorry did, did, <laughs> did you just use chrono cross yeah it's got all the any kind of well you go into some of the desert lands and have a look at the weird crazy like flora and fauna floating around and the, the weird like red hues and all that sort of stuff it's it's all stuff which you can pretty much pull up maybe not as much of a sort of not as much water. How you can knock it down a few you, points. Sir. How not as dare much water, you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. That whole sort of yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, 
sort of contrasting contrasting colors with the dog turns and stuff it it just worked well they they managed to continue going on and on to the point now where i think this is xenoblade 4 you wouldn't be able to pick a single problem in it so um yeah uh, well on speaking form. of things that you know seem to go on and on and on um the best indie i played this year is isaac repentance sadly it's going to be the last expansion pack hmm. to isaac and this one is a doozy um it basically so you start with like 16 characters this adds another 16 what? and says have more of everything uh adds new zones bosses secrets like like everything um i spent so much time on isaac this year and repentance makes an already stellar game uh what what's better than stellar craig you're a space guy enter stellar it makes it intergalactic. Or as Matthew McConaughey would say, it's all right, all right, all right. Now, Craig, what do you have to stack up against the Binding of Isaac? Uh, I've got the almost um, recently mentioned Deliver Us the Moon. <laughs> uh, so spoke about generally visually, it looks great, um, you know, audibly, audibly. Soundily, it soundily sounds great as well. Uh, everything about that game is so tender and lovingly made. The voice acting is incredible. The story is grounded, all, all, not almost realistic. Very so very, hard very sci-fi. Well written. Yeah, it's it, you've got one problem to solve, and you're just working towards solving a single problem, which, in the grand scheme of things, is basically putting on a switch. You just you just want to flick a switch, and it really it just hit every nail on the head. And it's in space. It floats between first and third person, depending on what you're doing. It's got some great floaty mechanics for floating about the place. It it just it just it's great. It's it's a game that I would love to recommend to anyone to play, but it comes with caveats. Like in terms of puzzles, you're talking about. There's seven power cells and you need to open two doors. So where do the power cells go to? I know that doesn't appeal to a lot of people and it, it kind of like maybe takes some people out of how awesome the environment is, Dave. But <laughs> it's it's a phenomenal game and I'm really looking forward to Like we've got a sequel now, so I've played this now. I've not got long to wait for a sequel and I'm hyper happy about it. Is there at any point a piece of gum on the floor? No, it's nowhere near that. It's, All right, it's, 10 out of 10. It's so not near that. It's unbelievable. It's a game where I platinumed it naturally through my playstyle because oh, I just nice. looked I looked at everything, analysed everything, and solved all the puzzles. Like, it's just... It's it's a really well-constructed game. I could, I could say so many good... It's one of the best games I've played this year by far. It's easy. All right. Uh, Mike, you're empty? Yeah, I I have nothing this year. I'm really wrecking my brain. That's fair enough. So deliver us the moon. Mm-hmm. Well, that's two against one, Dave. Isaac. Mm. Oh well, okay. Let me. I just have one quick question about deliver us the moon. Do you hit people with mm-hmm. boogers and teeth? No. Then it loses. All right. Personal... There's no one else in the game. You don't meet anyone else. <laughs> well, then who are you gonna fling boogers and teeth at? Come on, Craig. You gotta think of these things. <laughs> 
All right. Your personal achievement of the year. Uh, this is a very vague question, but it's, it's maybe something that you really enjoyed this year that, you know, you're, you're just, it was fun. Um, for me, uh, my daughter has a friend and she is very interested in fighting games. Now, she comes very much from the opposite religion of me, which is anime fighting games. Um, we don't meet, otherwise there will be a holy war. So the anime <laughs> fighting people stay over there, the other fighting people stay over here. And it's been a lot of fun exploring older fighting games with her because she has a natural talent because of her anime fighting games and she can catch on really quick. So, you know, I show her Street Fighter Third Strike and she's like, oh, okay, I got this. And uh, we end up having some pretty good matches and, and watching her kind of give an unbiased opinion of older fighting games I grew up with. It's been a lot of fun. And that's my personal achievement. I've been <laughs> sherpaing somebody through fighting games. See, that sounds cool. That that sounds really cool. And it's not like it is fighting games and whatever, but that's like it's taking something you're deeply passionate about and passing it on to the next generation. That is like next level achievement. If you pass in, that's that's great. It yeah, sounds amazing. it's not. Yeah, I'm I'm very much resisting the temptation to be like back in my day we had four attack mm -hmm. buttons and no dusts and Roman cancels. You know, it's yeah. it's very much she is teaching me about uh, anime fighters and I'm teaching her about non anime fighters. So it, yeah. it, it's very fun. That that is the nice the nice thing is that she's. You're, it's a reciprocal relationship as opposed to you're just like, let's play this. Now and listen this. here. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah, that sounds lovely. I've got a very selfish contribution to this then, but in comparison, <laughs> bloody hell. So uh, last year or two years ago, I played Bloodborne and loved it. It took me 10 attempts to play it over, you know, like uh, so many years. And then it clicked and everything was wonderful. And then I tried Dark Souls 3 last year. And I couldn't get past the tutorial boss. Yikes and then I uninstalled it. Yep. yep. And then I got rid of it. And then I tried it again and again and again. I bought the remastered collection of 1, 2, and 3. Stuck in 3 again. Couldn't beat it. Sold that collection and then carried on with life. And then I bought it again because there was something niggling that I'm like, oh, I've got, there's something in here that I'm not, I'm missing or not getting right. Stuck in uh, Dark Souls 2 because it was the first one I decided to play out of the three, and something just clicked at some point along the way. Again, I started it and stopped it, and started it and stopped it, and started it. I accidentally killed a vendor at one point and uninstalled it. So it was like that level. <laughs> and then something clicked, and I ended up just hammering back to back Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, and Demon Souls, and just being like, oh my god. And I went from being really shit and not getting what I was doing wrong to being hyper competent and being able to just go dee -dee 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 -dee. let's put it this way listener uh he went from being not able to defeat Udix Gundir to playing the unspoken game naked for fun uh -huh. yeah 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 <laughs> like the whole of it naked is great um so yeah that, that's my personal achievement was over that a lot of it for me was the difficult it's too difficult so i'm not going to be able to do it and i'm going through like a mini revolution with horror just now because it's always been it's too scary i'm not liking it and then i'm like no it's no it's not so it's like that for me was groundbreaking because it made me re-evaluate everything about how i perceived too hard 
or too scary or it's just a game and there is there is a difference between too hard but fair and too mm-hmm. hard just unfair yeah so yeah that was me oh, well um yeah personal personal achievement is probably just going to be finally getting um getting past the prestige in a card game it's never happened before really that's awesome <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I, I played when i played cod 4 i, I played i started playing it on pc and then i switched to ps3 halfway through and i think i got to like a couple of levels off prestige on the pc then when i got to the ps3 everyone gave up by the time i got to the end of the first prestige so finally done it finally done it but more than that i guess how am i managed to play cod and loads of other um more mic like games at the same time i don't know <laughs> i love i love you know? i love the term we need to make it a thing mic likes we need we need a genre of games that's just mic likes it's games that mic likes i am if if i mean props to you buddy because if i had to walk into a cod game now i would very clearly nest on the bottom of the board and just be there for a long time until i got to grips with it yeah so congratulations you get there quick to be honest um the, the thing that put me off a mod on COD, this is a side conversation, I'm really sorry, but it was when I tried Black Ops 2 because it was all this like sliding and grappling and really, really super fast. And I remember Modern Warfare. I was really good at Modern Warfare online. I was really, really good. You know, like, whatever. And then I just thought, I'm behind the times. Things have Yeah, I was going to say, it, you didn't have today's kids when you were playing yeah. Modern Warfare. <laughs> I, it has Modern Warfare 2 pulled it back into a bit of well, a lot reality. Of the, the, or... the thing is, a lot of these people, it, I think it's overcompensation all the jumping around like a crazy man because you usually get used to it. You get nice, normal person who I can shoot in the head, crazy, loopy person who's not going to shoot me anyway because they're too busy zooming around like a nutter. I'll get them eventually, and that's what happens. Yeah. They, they both go down. That's kind of... I've, I've been watching a, a chunk of... <laughs> to my shame, um, Warzone 2 videos, thinking, this is more my pace, because people are kind of casually walking about. It's got that, um, you know, the chat, the closer you get to people. What's yeah, proximity chat. I proximity chat. Proximity chat. I'm like, this is actually really nice. I watched a video of someone going, Ooh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> so no, like, no. like, this seems like more my, it's Fortnite, but with real guns. Well, I will um, indulge at some point, but I, I've barely touched single player or Warzone 2 so far. It's just purely okay. domination most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Domination, by the way, is where you have A, B, and C, and you capture the spots and then move around. And okay. It's, it's, it's very relaxing, so I play that all the time. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound relaxing at all, but it I'll is, trust you. I'll trust you. <laughs> This was our our chat last night or the night before was like, in terms of domination, when you're talking about Rainbow Six Siege, we're talking about we need to get to one room and that's it. We need to capture one objective once and if you die, you're dead and that's it. And it's such a diff... I'll I'll need to try it at some point. I'll I'll need to jump in. Maybe when it's cheaper because I really like the single player Call of Duties. I like the campaigns. Oh, well, I'm absolutely trophyless with just multiplayer to my belt. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, sorry. Mm. That was a bit of a side. Sorry. That's fine. Side thing. Uh, the next uh, conversation we have is your favorite remaster. 
Uh, mine is simply chrono crossword puzzles. <laughs> uh, How's it being patched? How's it being patched? What, chrono cross? Yeah. I didn't know there was a... Pro- I mean, I, there was a still there was a slowdown problem, but I'm so used to the PS1, it didn't bother me. I platinumed it, so I didn't really have too much trouble with it. But um, I'm, I'm going to be honest. With this, I took very much a beggars can't be choosers because Chrono Cross is so maligned that I'm just happy it got remastered. Even if that remaster was like, I don't know, grab a ROM off of edge emulation or something and slap it on that just just to be able to play it on a newer console uh was enough for me and i realized that's not great way to look at things but i was just happy to be able to play it again i think i think you you hold up the soundtrack in mega high regard as well don't you oh 100 percent mitsuda is like genius i love that soundtrack the only reason it didn't win my favorite soundtrack is because I'm super familiar with it from a long time ago, so, yeah. Okay, well, that, that's that's the only genuine point where I will say I will get around to it. Any other game, it's it's just talking out my ass. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah, Tactics Ogre Reborn pops back again. It's going to keep getting mentioned over and over again by the sounds of it. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great remaster, as previously ex- explained. So, yeah, Craig, enlighten us. Yeah, my favourite remaster is Demon's Souls for the PS5. Uh, just the only background I've got to it is I played it. It looks phenomenal. Mr. Jigglebutts is great. Jigglebutts! Um, the, the game looks like a PS5 release. And my only reason it's here is, and my only previous experience with it is, after I finished it, I went and you know Googled original um videos of people playing it and I was like holy fuck they've done a really good job remastering this um because it, it it's an older game and it looks like the most modern of games it uh, really is uh, it's just a fantastic remaster I have to admit that on occasion I have done double takes between the two and gone like don't know which one's which just on very rare scenes and I've I've actually got it wrong I don't know how but there's there's some weird there's some weird um Voodoo to the old games, even though they look atrocious in comparison. But the, yeah, still, I think I think the art direction really carried the PS3 version, whereas this, yeah. it's fidelity and art direction. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's the art direction and it's the the glossiness that all of these games have. Like everything has yeah. a glossy sheen, and it it tricks your eye because it looks far more mm-hmm. fidel. You know, I was Fide- I was terrified. What's the, when what's I the first noun for this? fidelity? I. I, I saw one picture Fidel when Castro. it first came out, uh-huh. and it there was an enemy, and I thought, "Ooh, there's something funny about the art direction of that enemy," and it put me off it completely. But when I got round to it, I was like, "There's, there's no, you know, you wouldn't know it's an American American company who sort of like took over and did the remaster or anything, would you?" No, Blue no. Point's done pretty good work on almost everything they've remastered. Mm-hmm. All right, next up we have. The overrated game you played this year. Um, we did an episode on it, and if you want to hear why uh, I think it's overrated, you can listen to The Last of Us 2. Uh, my dog is going nuts. Hold on a moment. No problem. I'll just carry on talking then and take over. I also have The Last of Us 2 as overrated. It's it's purely the the way things fell. It, it, people said it was amazing. You reviewed Out of the Roof. 
you get people within that of our own circle that say oh. it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it, it just fell Radio a bit crackle. flat. <laughs> I know, I know. Mike, what have you got? Uh, I chose Halo Infinite because it's, it starts off promising and things, but I was just like, it's not that great. It's not that amazing. It's, it's an open world Halo, but what more can you say, really? It's a it's, oh, that's <laughs> that's a shame. I I I never I liked Halo multiplayer back in the day, and I really liked Halo, the one where you went into space. Halo, what was the last one? Rise? No. Halo, Reach. That's the one. I really enjoyed that game, and I downloaded Infinite, and then I just never I never booted it up. Like, oh. I'm sure I like oh, Halo Wars. Halo Wars is great. Hello Wars is fun. Yeah. Um, all right, neg- uh, continuing on this sort of negative path, the game you slog through just to finish. Uh, myself, it was Witch in the Hundred Night Two, and I hated Witch in the Hundred Night One, but I bought them on a deal, so I also bought Witch <clears throat> in the Hundred Night Two. So I figured, well, I hate myself. I should probably finish that. So now it's sitting there, and I don't ever have to touch it again. Yeah. That's like you build up so much resentment because you've actually spent money on it. You just have to finish it. It's the worst. Uh, yeah, absolute worst. Um, mine's game of slog through was Gears of War 5. I, I, was, I was a reasonable fan of Gears of War in the past. Liked the multiplayer, liked hold mode. Gears of War 5 is, my God, just awful in most of the ways it's all. Everyone in it is awful. It, f- it used to feel good. It used to feel like weighty. When you're shooting and you're, the cover shooting was great. Now it feels clunky and slow and just there's something off about it. I really hated that game, but I finished it. Oh man, um, yeah, it's, it's it's horrible. I've I've had a general malaise about a lot of stuff that I've been playing, and it's it's down to the point now where I'll just I'll play stuff just for the just for the hell of it. And you know, I was playing. This is going to sound sacrilegious, but in integral. I was playing that on PS5, and I was like, "Do I really need to see Yuffie's story?" And it's it's like I just kept playing and playing, and you know it's good, it's goodish, but I sort of felt like I was slogging for it just to get it off the plate instead of actually because I wanted to play it. I don't know. Just uh, it's, it's happening um, yeah, far too I mean, much yeah, me. I think I think we've all had that kind of burnout before, where it's just like, for me, the trick is always finding one game and just playing that until I'm tired of it, like. Every, every couple of years, I get a burnout phase like that, too, where nothing... The games just start piling up and nothing gets played because, yeah, whatever. Well, 99% of the stuff's stuck at 15 minutes played, and I'm like, that's no healthy way either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, what isn't healthy are... are I, I let myself nope out of a game twice a year, right? Like, like there are two games where if I try it, I'm like, no, no. Uh, and and this game this year was Reyes because I thought it'd be cool God Simulator kind of strategy game and it's not. It's a stinking puzzle game with a cool monkey that looks like a tree and that's not fair. Oh man, sorry, I really don't like Reyes. <laughs> nope, that's fine. <laughs> oh, what about Plague Tale? I bounced off that like like a mother. Oh, uh, and and on that oh. one you are bonkers insane. <laughs> I know, it's just something about it. It's, I always say I don't like certain time periods, I don't like other certain things, and this just mixes all the things I hate together into one little <laughs> yeah. sloppy focused package. 
uh sorry focus package there and yeah i oh like i can totally i take 90 percent of what you said that sometimes all of the things just don't match up you don't like the time period you don't like fucking centurions you don't like this that the other and it doesn't make a game but what I will not have is you badmouthing the focus package because of all of the focus home interactive games. Plague Tale works the best, it looks the best, and it doesn't crash. Like, it's actually... <laughs> this is true, I never had a crash on Plague Tale. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, mine, mine, my one for this noped out instantly is for a different reason. It's Subnautica. So I got over horror, I got over hardness. The next thing I thought is I could get over a real-life phobia I have of the sea and underwater and everything. So I played Subnautica for approximately 10 minutes before I felt like I was going to pass out. <laughs> that's that's like going from, I'm scared of spiders, so I'll look at a rubber one, to, I don't know, put me in a coffin and cover me with spiders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it's a shame because on the on the face of it, it might be a good game, but it just not. I've no, heard it's no. it's really good, but yeah, haven't tried it yet. Uh, all right, uh, best new IP. Let's get back on the positive train for me. I've talked about it before, but it's Dealfield Chronicles. Square, don't mismanage that. Let's have a sequel, buddies. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah, uh, good choice. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I've, I've, we'll just keep on rolling. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've got Deliver Us the Kenna. I mean, um, Deliver Us the, mm-hmm. the Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, like, as an IP goes, they've already got a sequel, which I am most looking forward to. And I, I just hope they keep it up. Like, I, I genuinely, gen, the, the first game ends with a hook. For the second game, I I want the second game to end with a hook for a third game. I could not lap up that gameplay enough. Be careful That's what all. you wish for, my friend. Nah. So I, I've nicked one from Luke here. I was going to go for Splatoon 3, but I thought it's not a new IP at this point. Three games in. So... Uh, <laughs> that is that, that's, that's the trick. <laughs> that's the trick. <laughs> yeah, Returnal. Um, <laughs> Returnal. What's best new IP? FIFA twenty three. Road to World Cup. Um, so, so yeah, Returnal. Returnal is pretty cool, and it's a, definitely a, a brilliant game after um, Next Machina, which I came to very very late, and I was like, Ooh, Oh, me is- too. Yeah, I, I only picked it up in a sale a little while. In fact, I played it at the start of this year. That should have been in a list somewhere. That would have been best indie game. There we go. But um, yeah, uh, it's it's just it's just a cool cool little world. I, um, I think it's a little bit of a back step in comparison. It's a bit maybe a bit too dark and moody for me, but um, it just feels it feels right. It feels like Gears of War for PlayStation mixed with pff, don't know, not really Geiger. I don't know. There's, there's something to yeah, it. Yeah, it's got an alien aesthetic that isn't amazingly just Geiger. You're right. It's got a really cool, unique alien aesthetic. It, yeah, I, what I, the way I think of it is, it's got an alien aesthetic. If you mean alien as in the literal sense, alien, not the alien alien, yeah. but it's just an it's just an alien thing. I I love that game. I absolutely love Returnal to bits. My problem with it is in its roguelikeness again. Like the things that I would say would fix that game is if you could chapter select and yeah, not checkpoint, even just chapter select. Even if I could, I beat the first three bosses. If I could start again on the fourth level 
rather than go through the whole thing again, it's just not for me. But every, I love going to that wee creepy house and crawling oh, around the house. Oh, the Spaceman! It's great! Yeah, it's, it's a great game. It looks beautiful and it's bullet hell as fuck. Like, I love the enemy attack patterns and all I'm the balls. I'm starting to really like 3D bullet hells. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, but it, it's just the the rogue likeness and and what they added in the patch was if you you know go into rest mode save or whatever, and quit. It'll, it'll save and quit your game there. I don't want that. I want I want to be able to chapter select. And see, the the main problem I have is no boogers and teeth, but everything else is fantastic. Right. What have we got next? <laughs> Focus Interactive Award of the Year for me. This nice. goes to the medium. For me, this goes to the, the amazing, amazing game, Plague Tale. That's right. previously discussed. Worthy of a sequel. <laughs> As worthy of a sequel. Like, I hope anyway, a sequel yeah. arrives. Yeah. I will definitely try that. <laughs> I have got to say Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1 because it's just amazing. There's no other way about it. it, is, it if you play it, it is the most focused home interactive game in the world ever. But it's brilliant. And in case you weren't aware, uh, we just kind of have Focus Home Interactive as the B-tier. So these are basically yeah. just B-tier games. Um, what's not a B-tier game, unless it is, is the game you're most excited to start. Uh, for me, that is God of War Ragnarok, because golly gee willikers, I really want to play me some God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. It, it looks great. It sounds great. I, I'll pick it up at some point. It's going to be amazing. Um, my answer for this is dun, 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 <laughs> Neo 2 I am so sure in my brain that Neo 2 is going to be the peak of gaming for me I think I've built it up in my head to be it's going to be the, the, the absolute pinnacle of how I like to play a game and to get to Neo 2 I'm going through Sekiro and Neo 1 so my to-do list on that path is I'm going to play Sekiro at Christmas. I'm going to play Neo 1 at some point. Maybe in the Easter holidays next year, I'm going to play Neo 2. And I'm expecting it to be the best game of all time for me. Uh, this is my I, annual I, I, reminder to play the DLC for Neo 1, which I've still not started. <laughs> uh, it, it is a phenomenal game. Hopefully only to be outdone by what is their new one? Wolong? Wolong Ooh, looks, Young Dynasty. That looks really Yeah, good. that looks really good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, so yeah, Sakura Wars is a game I need to play. I've had it for ages. Uh, I know it's not supposed to be great, it's supposed to be like a seven out of ten, to be honest. But I want to play it, I want to play it. It's you know, it's, it's there, it's, it's most anticipated for me, despite having owned it for two years. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, like another honourable mention in Luke's list is Cyberpunk right now like that got off to a ropey start and blobbity blobbity bloop and we've been there for years but as it stands just now as a PS5 release it is fairly good um, so I'm excited for Luke to start it Alright um, on the show we kind of have a schedule that we plan out in advance and while we will not declare what that schedule is this far we do have our most excited on next year's schedule category. For me, that is Plague Tale Innocence because, or Requiem, not Innocence. We did Innocence. Um, I am, unlike Mike, I am super hyped for the next Plague Tale. 
I am too. Can't wait to see where it takes us. It's just a fantastic game. For me, I have got... that. I didn't mean that to sound so dismissive, sorry, but yeah, I'm, I was being no, genuine there. Uh, for me, it's Steel Rising. It's another, you know, like, um, FromSoft-like, Souls-like, also Focus Home Interactive. Uh, no, no, like, Steel Rising to me might be the next thing that I latch onto on the Souls-like side of things. Uh, that I think I played Mortal Shell this year, which is okay-ish. It's a thing. Thyme- yeah, Thymesia is good, but it is just a Souls-like. It's very... You're wearing a Plague Doctor mask, but it's Souls-like. Um, Steel Rising has all of that stuff, but it's a robotic French revolution. Like, three words, and you completely... It's a game-changer on what this could mean in terms of powers you use, if the electricity is involved in any way, shape or form. It's amazing. It just looks great. Uh, I don't know if it's reviewing too well just now, but I'm really, I'm really, really looking forward to playing that. Yeah, this and, uh, what is it, The Lies of P? I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, all right, I'm sold based on the premise alone. The Lies of P? What's... Yeah. What's that? It's a Souls-like game where you play as Pinocchio. Really? Wow. It, is, it, it looks phenomenal. <laughs> Mike, you really didn't think... You weren't expecting that, were you? No, no. <laughs> of all the things P could stand for, Pinocchio is not what you think. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, uh, anyway, as as a, rep- a representative of Naughty Dog in this faction, <laughs> <laughs> The Last of Us Part 2... It needs it needs to be done. It will be done, and uh, you know which side of the war war I'm on. So, uh, I like yeah. I for me there is no war. <laughs> I'm look like whenever you play it, we'll chat about it on whatever episode we're recording. We'll do a bonus five minutes on your Last of Us too, because Luke is convinced it's the best thing since sliced bread, and I I really enjoy talking about things like that. So yeah, that's it's gonna be good. Get on it. Um. All right, uh, next up, because we are all old gentlemen, dinosaurs, mummies, uh, we decided, I decided, because I make the list, screw everybody else, uh, it would be fun to say what our favorite game of 2012 was, and I did not know 2012 had so many really good games on it. Yeah, when you Google 2012 games and it gives you that list across the top. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. boy. <laughs> uh, for myself, it was... XCOM Enemy Unknown that reignited my love of XCOM. It's not a bad show. Yeah, for me, I I still remember it being Journey and just going, oof, that's a that's a monster of a two hour long game. <laughs> but it was it was perfect at the time. I absolutely loved it. I picked it up, I double decked and got it again on PS4. Never played it there, but yeah, yeah, awesome year, awesome year. And I'm sure there's loads of other quality games from 2012 as well. But Greg, well, I like now that Luke isn't here, I now have three choices for this, and they're three very big games. So I'm going to mention, I'm going to do the Craig. I'm playing my Craig card. <sighs> all right, all right, uh, you Luke, get one. <laughs> yeah, Luke honorably had Dishonored, which just groundbreaking. Like Arcane and in 2012 knocked out of the park in terms of player choice and how you want to play and if you want to stealth or slaughter or whatever. Just brilliant game. Um, Persona 4 Golden was a great remaster in that time. Great. 
Agreed. Uh, but my actual, actual, actual choice is Mass Effect 3. It was very a very good end to a trilogy of very, very good games. It took a lot of beatings for the ending, but I, I wasn't on team, you know, like baseball bat for that. I was on team. They had to end it somehow. Yeah, I was on they're... team. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah. Uh, the cutscenes that they added after the fact didn't really add anything to it for me. I was I was perfectly happy with the way it ended, and the game itself. I, like I'm all about choice, as with Dishonored, all about player choice. I'm all about picking people to do things, and if they die, they die. Sometimes, much to Dave's disgust, I uh, options and reload a previous. How save. dare you, sir? <laughs> Because, you know, like, making different choices is something that you can do in a game. But I, I Mass Effect 3 just fucking knocked out of the park. I agree. I think Mass Effect is will go down in history as one of those pretty... Da- it's like the Indiana Jones of yeah, video games. Yeah. It's like all three of them are pretty damn good. All right. So now we get to the big categories, gentlemen. We get to our favorite game that we played on the PS4 this year. For me, to very little surprise, it is Isaac Repentance. Mm. Uh, for me, <laughs> it's a, a game that will be mentioned in a podcast in the future. <laughs> um, Spellforce 3. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, for me, PS4 Weird West. Uh, it's recent addition to the entire list, the entire mix, but it's just phenomenal. All right. Uh, this is with uh, now. Let let's break the seal. Um, so this year we all played Elden Ring along with most of the other population of the world, yeah. and we kind of made an executive decision of like, all right, we all played Elden Ring. We all fell hard for Elden Ring. Um, let's not mention it. But I think now is the best time to say Elden Ring would win a lot of these categories for me. What about you guys? Yeah, absolutely. You know, proudest platinum. Elden Ring. You know, the best sound. Elden Ring. Action RPG. Favorite art style. Elden Ring. Yeah. Favorite art style. It goes through so much. Personal achievement of the year. Playing Elden Ring naked. Like everything (laughs) is just like Elden Ring, Elden Ring. So I'm glad we made the choice to not mention it uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's the only problem. When you say not to mention it, you've said it so many times to me that I forgot what Elden Ring actually is now. Uh, <laughs> it's a match three puzzle <laughs> game where, where you uncover big-titted anime ladies. Yes! I meant... <laughs> what? Yeah, good, good choice, because this would have just been a... It would have been a quite boring three-hour-long talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, um... So if you have not played it and you're like, eh, is it that good? Yes, it is. It is that yes. good. Yeah, it is one of the best open world games and one of the best Souls likes. There, it, it's a myriad of bests. Mm-hmm. Now, what is also a myriad of bests are our favorite PS5 games this year. Mine, of course, is Spellforce Three. Yeah, I'm gonna hit. Uh, Mike, Mike, what's yours? Yeah, I'm going to go on purely on the multiplayer side of things. It has to be Modern Warfare 2. Um, yeah, no no contest, really. Best multiplayer thing for me all year. And as default, you know, we'll see. I, I have no high hopes for the single player, but multiplayer does it. <laughs> there we go. So, Craig, time to Thank make you for choice. buying me out a little 
extra time. I'll go with Horizon Forbidden West. Like I like Horizon PS4 hit so many buttons, right? It flicked so many switches. And it was a genuine this is the next generation. I can't wait for the next horizon. So that's it's based on that. I'd, I'll go with Horizon. It it just nailed it. All right, next up, we have a category that I did not partake in, and that is the best Switch game this year. Yeah. I'll go first, because mine's a bit of a cheat, because it's multi-platform and stuff, but I played Return to Monkey Island on the Switch. Uh, the only benefit the Switch brings, obviously, is I could play it while I was lying in bed and then get up and go to the toilet and decide to have a cheeky posh pee and sit down and play some more Monkey Island. Um, yeah, I haven't played anything else on the switch this year god crazy yeah same here crazy 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 the switch is there's loads of stuff on there (laughs) yeah but it's it's, for me it's loads of of compromised things like monster hunter sunbreak came out this year and i'm passing on it because i was kind of a little disappointed with monster hunter rise because of all the compromises they had to make to get it on the switch I think this, the Switch for me, like, it, it, it's it's a great console. Like, I absolutely love it. But when you get things like the Steam Deck now or something, you're totally and utterly, you're, it's, it's, it's slowly being phased out of existence for me. Oh, I mean, fair enough. But the, the, the fact is, I chose Modern Warfare 2 a second ago, but that's definitely playing second fiddle to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Which is my choice of best, <laughs> best Switch game, um, and even Fair then enough. on the Switch, you know, Xenoblade, it it did pip it to the po- it did pip its way to the post, but there were plenty of other good games I was playing, and uh, I'm not going to mention any now because <laughs> I feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. That I won't be able to no, I don't know. I, don't, I think the Switch is still getting a bad bad rap, but. So much good. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think the Switch is getting a bad rap. I think the the shine is off of it. Yeah. Uh. I said this to you, Dave, a wee while ago. But do you know what I want from the Switch? A PS Five remote play app. That well, would be ideal. Even if you, even a if, PC remote play app would yeah, be nice. Just if I could sit in bed and hack away at you know Persona Three Remastered or something next year, I'd be over them in. Yeah. I like that work, yeah. man, definitely. Yeah. Alright, uh, next up I have the one entry of the one game I played this year on Xbox One, and that yeah. would be uh, we did Black for the show. And we did. By golly, that was fun. So, mm-hmm. uh, my best Xbox One game is Black from like yeah. 2004. Yeah. That's, that's a, quite bad. That's a, it is very bad. <laughs> um, oh, no. Well, I, I do have a little entry, though, just in case. Oh, sure. Um, so this also ties in as my second choice of best game of 2012, and also not actually an Xbox One game, but by backwards compatibility. Uh, I, I managed to get uh, the final DLC for Azure's Wrath. And I, oh, wow! <laughs> and I have started it to try and fill that final gap as... Uh, but yeah, it's, it's awesome just loading that game up again and getting a little play about with it. Humming along to the theme song over and over again, which repeats pretty much for the entire game. Uh, that, was, that was such an odd duck of a game. It really was. <laughs> but you can't, you just can't can't stop with the emotion of it. 
and it's like it's it's very forced emotion, but you you feel involved. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good game. All right, so the best Xbox One games this year are Black and Asura's Wrath. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, that like I've got a difficult that I don't. I've got an Xbox and all that kind of stuff. My I've got an I've got an entry for Xbox One, but it's just it's an odd one, and it probably won't hit home. But Rubber Bandits. <laughs> On, on Xbox One, uh, it's a co-op. Think something along the lines of what's that one where you flail about the place like an idiot? Gang Beast, uh, Human Fall Flat. Gang Beast, Human Fall Flat. That those kind of mechanics and controls, but it's all about robbing banks. And I, I have sat and played it for an inordinate amount of time with Reese, who oh, is that's awesome. Five. So we've got we've got tactics. I kill the people. He robs the bank. So I'm doing some sort of mad mass murdering, flailing, killing everyone while he's gently making his way over to a bank vault to rob. It's randomized. You can play it online. It's it's actually super entertaining for as stupid as it sounds. I hope many giggles are to be found. Oh all the time, especially when we accidentally kill each other. It's, it's always <laughs> a laugh. Um, all right. So that's my... uh, which leads us on to Xbox Series X or S. Mm. Does anybody have any entries this year? Because I do not have one yet. I've got one, thankfully. Yay! Just uh, Forza 5 came out and I was a Forza 4 fan. Forza 5 is just Forza 5. It's the same again, but I don't know. There's different cars, maybe, or it looks slightly better. I don't, I don't know exactly what the difference is, but it came out this year and it is actually really fun to play. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, isn't that so weird that I've had Game Pass for all this time and I, I still can't find any real reason to be raving on about upgrading from a Series S to a Series X? I just, I don't, At I, least not anything that's not multi platform. Yeah. This is my hierarchy for picking a game. Is is it a PlayStation exclusive? It's on PlayStation. It's not an exclusive. Is it available on PlayStation? I'll play it on PlayStation, and then it filters down from there. So it goes like Xbox, PC, and then Switch, <clears> and that's that's the way it kind of dribbles down. And there's not a lot. Like Xbox have a lot of games, and Game Pass is great mm. for dipping in out of game whatever you want to play. Yeah. But, I mean, God of War, for a start, like, I, I don't want to turn this into console walls. It's not console uh, walls by no. any means. It never is. But we clearly are more Sony-orientated. I will go where the games are that I yeah. want to play. It, 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 that, that's really it. I don't care. Like, I was a 360 guy over PS3. They miss out on silly stuff over and over again. It's like, you know, they finally got Persona on there, but it's like... You know, things like 13 Sentinels, or just any anything I'm interested in never seems to pop yeah. up. And then, and then it's like a big song and dance about some pap period. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, do, you know, okay. do you know where Xbox is going to win next year? What? Huh? Uh, this is my prediction. I know you don't have any prediction questions, huh. but Starfield, since they bought Bethesda, yeah. Starfield is Xbox exclusive. It is going to be Phenomenal. I hope that game is everything you want it to be, man. It really is. I'd, I've got so many... Like, my Xbox is upstairs in the office just now. 
it's moving downstairs into the big telly just for Starfield. I hope that game is amazing, man. Well, I mean, the good thing for um, them is we've got things like you know uh, Bethesda keep getting thrown about a little bit, and even Modern Warfare has popped up a hell of a lot for me, and I'm like, they're technically all under the banner now. It's like, yeah, they are. To Game Pass, I, I saw a screenshot earlier, and it was like maybe 18 Call of Duty games getting added to Game Pass over the next wee while. <laughs> is that, is that, if they uh, keep the Christian servers Gamer? up, that would be f- great. That's Christian Gamer, was it? Christian Gamer Chronicles. Oh, no, no, it wasn't Christian Gamer. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've given up with Christian Gamer. They're, they're oh, no! <laughs> oh, no, they've lost a loyal reader! <laughs> they, they have lost a loyal reader. I'm also not playing breakthrough games anymore. Oh, jeez. <laughs> How are you going to get your daily dose of religious goodness? <laughs> Without Zippy the Circle! <laughs> Those games... Anyway, sorry. sorry. Anyway, all right, all right. So, all right, guys, Game Face is on. This is it. The best game you played in 2022. I will allow one winner with an honorable mention because I am nothing if not fair and giving. So, Craig, if you could say to the people, you must play these games in 2022. What do you got? Okay, hang on. So, we're allowed one plus an honorable mention. Yeah. Ever thought this far ahead? Okay, so the one game, and we're not we're not mentioning the unmentionable. No, I guess no, no yeah, this is... Okay. Everybody should play Elden Ring. Let's just do that. Everybody okay. should play it. Right, everyone should play Elden Ring. What you should play is... The Callista Protocol. How is that your game of the year? You haven't that. played it. But by the time this releases... Oh, no! No, 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 no. It will be We got Mike's 60 seconds gameplay time bad enough. We don't need a zero (laughs) time played. (laughs) Uh, Like, honestly, weird, 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 like, game of the year-wise. Fuck, I don't know. I don't even know. There's too much. All of the games... Oh... I've not thought about this enough. Can you go to Mike? Can, you, uh, can I pass it? It's can I pass? been on the spreadsheet. Yeah, I, know I can take this easy because I know my game of the year and my follow-up. So, game of the year, without question, did anyone have to ask? It's Plague's Hale. Uh, and a follow-up. Being... 100%. <laughs> uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So, yeah, it's, it's sublime. You all need to play it. You will thank me later when you change your minds on it. Um, and... Uh, for follow-up, it, it should be Modern Warfare 2. By all rights, it should be Modern Warfare 2, but I'm going to say Tactics Oak Reborn. <laughs> so there we go. Just Fair enough. Fair enough. Works. I, will, I will promise you I will play one of those games. Yes, but sir. you can't guess. <laughs> uh, myself, I'm just as predictable. It is the only game you can throw boogers and teeth and poop at people. It's Binding of Isaac. Repentance with the follow-up being Spellforce. Now, if I had to rank them, please buy Spellforce and then hop on the PlayStation because I really need people to play against because, like, four people play it. And, you know, I'm, I'd like to play against new people. So, buy Spellforce. Play me. Uh, my game of the year, then, it's going to be something I've fallen hard for. It's Rainbow Six Siege. It's not out this year. There is a PS5 version. I have fallen hard for a game where you go on multiplayer 
and you get shot in the head repeatedly. There's not many times where you re- recommend a game where you just get shot so many times. And it's times. so sudden. It's just, you're dead. You're like, what, what? Yeah. And my other game of the year, it's, it's not an odd choice in the context of this recording, but probably an odd choice in the context of everything that's been released. But Deliver Us The Moon is just, it's weighed on my mind more so than most games I've played this year. I've played Horizon, which is story heavy and amazing and all this kind of stuff. And then at the end of the day, a 10-hour game where you spend your entire 10 hours alone doing stuff in space captured me so hard. So, so hard. It's brilliant. So what we're saying here is that it didn't all start with a dead girl. (laughs) All right. So... If you are taking this as a recommendation of what you should play, just to recap, you should play Binding of Isaac, then you should play some Tactics Overlord, mix things up a bit, then play some Deliver Us the Moon, switch over to some Spell Force, some, some Troll Bash in action, and then cap things off with some Xenoblade, followed by, what was your first one? Rainbow Six Siege. You know, that that's a nice... Actually, that is a really well-rounded recommendation set. It really is. Like, it covers all bases. It's not like last year where it was just fairly obvious what was happening. This has been... This is a roller coaster. Um, um, sorry, I just... I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention and I'm scrambling hey, to this open is a the third, This is a third choice. No, no, this no. Is no, no, no. Uh, just because Luke isn't here, hmm. but wanted to represent him... Not throughout the whole show because we're not going to say. And Luke says, and Luke says, but his is Returnal. Do uh, could you say that in your best, Luke? Right, guys, the, my my name's Luke, and my game of the year is Returnal. Uh, I didn't I say Luke f- Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Returnal. What he said was, it's it's. Um, almost perfect, basically. There's a bit of RNG, he says, which makes things difficult at times. It's a roguelike, it's going to happen, but it's almost perfect. All right, that is fair. So, yeah, you know what? Um, On the roguelike tree, I like Isaac a little more, but Returnal is pretty good. Uh, Okay, so thank you very much for sticking around. We hope you had a banger of a 2022, maybe a cracker of a 2022. Um... And 2023 is looking mighty fine already uh, for us, especially because it's good to be back. Uh, thank you very much for waiting uh, patiently and not sending us 9 million emails saying you guys are a bunch of weenies because, you know, we are weenies and we just don't like to be reminded of it. So, for everybody here at the Bit Effect, we would like to say why haven't you played Spell Force? Oh, fuck off, it's Spell <laughs> <laughs> All you right. just that- you just want more people to play with. <laughs> Damn right I do. All right. So thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next time when we f- crack into some games and we get back to old form. So, gentlemen, say good night to the fine people. Good night, fine people. Good night, fine people. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>